I encourage people to do this. I mean, like I said, it took the machines to get me to a place where I was more comfortable experimenting in this way. But, um, you know, to anybody who's a creative artist, music maker, I strongly encourage experimentation in that way. You know, play something backwards. Uh, you know, change aspects of it. Randomize the process a little bit. And I think you'd be surprised with the with the uh, with the results. Since I've at least known you, always been one who is open to that sort of variance of consideration when it comes to creative work. Hey, don't worry, I can handle. It. I took some. How? I mean, I from back when on. I mean, you know, you were electrifying shopping carts and, <laughs> and and like making the music that you gave to me when we were first meeting. Like, how did you get yourself to a place of where? I mean, because I understand how you can do this as well as work with your band in your studio, which is a very different process and very different recording. But um, like we kind of said, even with these records, it, it, it does require a certain, I don't know if it's the right word, but faith that, hey, I can break this apart and that can be just as interesting. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's, I mean, it's just that. I mean, it, 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 I mean you, you said it probably better than, than I can. Early on in my career, I had a choice to be mediocre rock drummer or the guy who did things differently. Because I wasn't, I've never been a big practicer. Um, I'm not gonna, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna sit there with the Neil Peart instructional video and learn how to just be this drum god. And I don't mean to pick on Mr. Pert. I'm sure he's a wonderful person. They're not my favorite drummers. I think it's all flash and very little. They, they don't feel very substantively involved in the music that they're making. To me, I could be completely wrong on that. But again, it's not my vibe. Like, it's not my not what I wanted to do so you know playing playing in bands in high school and college I quickly started think you know thinking I wanted to play on a project with somebody and I was they were like you know yeah you know we need a beat for this I was like I could really make myself stand out if I was like yeah I'm gonna do this beat for you but I'm gonna do it all on coffee cans right and, instead of a drum kit and just very early on people were like cool I was like great you know and so that's how I stood out and that's how I marketed myself as an er, early as a musician and it was great because I didn't have to practice so much but I 
hat, I got to invest all of that creativity into coming up with new and novel ways to percuss. You know, I, I hand-built marimbas and came up with these different, I took apart a toaster for one project and, and stuck a mic inside of it and was just able to tap on these different parts of the toaster or, or pluck the string, the, the springs like they were strings inside the toaster and make all these different cool sounds and and so I've always been an experimental musician and I love people like Harry Parch who did percussion, percussion music but uh, very experimentally and designed all these great instruments that now you know people continue to use today That inspired me. I was like, cool, other people are doing this crazy shit. You know, yay. Um, and so, you know, that that's what I did. So, I mean, I guess that part of me has always been free. I think the what's different now is, or what, what was different about this particular experience is, I might have been free on the creation side. I'd never been in a position until now um, until making these records where I could allow myself to be free production-wise. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, one of which is I have the technology to record at home and not have to use, produce studio quality sounds but not in a studio environment. And because the studio environment is very, by its very nature, is very isolating and very, and depending on the kind of studio setup you're using, it can be a very sterile environment. It's not meant to be um, always used as an instrument. It is simply the environment in which you're going to get optimum sounds from your instruments. There are some people who, who you know, in, 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 in popular music have certainly started to use the studio as an instrument. You can go all the way back to, you know, bands like the Beatles and Sgt. Peppers and, and Pink Floyd, you know, three or four of their records where they did use the studio as an instrument. And that's becoming more and more prevalent in certain genres of music. Um, but, uh, I'd never been, I'd never been able to do that. I couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that's one way in which I felt freer on the production side. And, um, you know, really just this happening, you know, this, you know, this, this weird dialogue that I kind of got into with 
the machines um, mm -hmm. forced me to rethink what I was doing. Um, because it doesn't matter how free you are as a creative, um, everybody kind of tends to turn into a boss when they're producing. And I'm no different. Right. I'm no different. Like, you know, I, I like deadlines. I like, you know, I like it when things go smoothly. I don't like surprises in the studio. I mean, I'm like, you know, uh, yeah. So, you know, being, being, you know, having this, this kind of situation foisted upon me, um, really brought out that, okay, just breathe and, you know, and let's see where this, where, where this goes. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I was pleasantly surprised coming on the, on the other end of this, I can say it was a very eye-opening experience for me and it did change how I would pursue that and how I will pursue that in the future when I'm producing, particularly producing stuff for other people. Thank you.